Let's go. Live from the UK, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to the Mike Drop Club, hosted by Douglas Hamandiche. Message received. Message received. You do not need to know what you need. What you need. Just engage with the podcast feed. Just engage with the podcast feed. Providing weekly insights into cool stuff we've read, saw, did, or heard about what made us say, wow, eureka, damn, nothing is off limits. If it motivates and inspires you to reach your goals, then it shall be discussed. Featuring guest interviews from high performers and people of influence and weekly awards for the best mic drop moment. This podcast is guaranteed to leave you pumped up for the week ahead. Don't just live life, make life boom. That's right, people. It's Douglas Hamadiche. I'm blessed once again to have my co host back in action. The best kept secret. Hey. Jingo in the house. What's I'm up? back. That's right. As, yeah. we, as, we, as we count down towards Christmas, looking forward to getting fat. Yo. Looking forward to the family coming round. For sure. Be free Christmas. Turn up. Be free Christmas. We finna turn up. And to you vegans out there, you know what I mean. Beef free Christmas. Now, as 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 we move forward, and last week we had the, the general elections. Mm-hmm. Seismic, seismic, seismic. That needs what happened there you know UK turned blue literally or well, at least England did you know Scotland um, SNPs held their ground in fact they had more gains but literally the UK England that part turned blue but what I want to talk about is you know what it came down to at the end of the day as I saw it um, looking at the media coverage was the tale of two different personalities You know, this was an election that mirrored a lot with the US, whereby they have presidential elections, whereby people more are gravitated to the personalities of the the candidates, whether you like Trump or or whether or not you you are a Obama follower. But the whole whole point was you go for the personalities, you go for the people, the parties that, the the party behind them, you don't really see much of them. In this election, you didn't really see a lot of the 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 shadow cabinet, the backbenchers across both parties playing a, a, a large role in trying to canvass and try and get people to to buy into their political party's message. It was mainly um, Boris going toe-to-toe with Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. So when you take a look and try and decipher what does that actually mean to, to the person who's going to cast their vote, mm. it, they're essentially the leadership styles because you're looking at who's going to be the next leader of the United Kingdom, yeah. okay? And the operative word is leader. Leadership. You know, and when, as I was watching, I was thinking, you know what? These leadership styles are completely different. You know, if you take a look at um, Jeremy Corbyn and the way that he led his party, the way that he led his manifesto, the way he led his vision, the way he articulated that vision, you know, I think he let the party down. He let himself down, I think, personally, because leadership, as I see it, is all about, first and foremost, you um, being brave enough to take on something that you feel capable of Mm. 
um, supporting, right? Mm. And leadership also requires you to embrace a lot of views of people, of people around you. You have to listen to be a good leader. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you've got to be able to articulate your visions so people can follow you. Yeah. I felt that the, the position of the Labour Party under Corbyn was a bit confused, you know, and if you if you contrast that with um, um, Boris Johnson, you know, you know what he was saying. His yeah. his 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 manifesto, his his um, principles, or his um, message was it's ready to go. You know, get Brexit done. Yeah. You know, it's very clear message. It's not ambiguous. People know what they're going to get. Literally, it might not truly manifest in the way that they want to after they vote, but that's another story. It's about essentially the leadership styles. So as as we 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 continue to talk, there are various leadership styles that we need to think about. You know, I've I've managed to work under different types of bosses. I've been a boss myself. I am a boss myself. And the first person you've got to lead is yourself. yourself. And so if you cannot lead yourself, don't think you can lead anybody else. It doesn't work on that premise. You have to first and foremost be able to lead yourself. Some Mm. of these people on television can't even dress themselves. You know, they come on TV, hair unkept, tie crooked as hell, you know, collar bent out shape. You know, blazer doesn't doesn't even fit them correctly. And you want these people to lead a nation when they can't even lead themselves to dress themselves correctly. And I think that's that's appalling, basically. And can't even address their teeth issue. I haven't seen so much I've not seen so much crooked teeth on TV in ages. But I think these MPs, you know, you know, talk about the cutbacks, you need to really address your your dental hygiene. You know, get your teeth polished and shaped up, right? It's not just for Man. Hollywood. It's not just for Hollywood. So the different leadership <laughs> styles out there, right? And I want you guys to reflect as well on your own leadership styles and what leadership styles resonate with you. So again, we'd like to engage. You guys leave your comments on our show notes and we can cover any, any, any topic from there. But first and foremost, let's talk about the democratic um, leadership style. Mm. Yeah. This is a style essentially whereby before you even make a decision, you ask the people to vote. Yeah? Yeah. Right. So your leadership, remember, leadership styles are just styles. There's no right or wrong. It's all about positioning in life. There's some jobs and some environments that that require you to have uh, voting before you do anything. But sometimes, as you can see in what's happening at British politics, when you have too many votes, too many votes, too many votes, not enough action. Sometimes people are looking to you as a leader for action. Yeah. yeah? So that's where the democratic style of leadership kind of can be ineffective in certain environments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got les faire. I was saying it right in French. So it's a French term that basically means do what you want. Okay. You know, that's the les faire type. A lot of um, um, new startup companies have like Les Lefaire leadership. You know, there's no dress code. Um, you can work from home. It's very, very much, because um, a lot because a lot of startup companies are still haven't written their guidance and training procedures. Mm-hmm. So literally anything goes. The management managements or leaders only really get involved when something's gone wrong mm-hmm. until, until they have those processes fully embedded in place. So Les Lefaire has a lot of risks assigned to it as well because some people want to work in organizations whereby they know what they're supposed to do 
when they're supposed to do it and all the structures are in place for them to, to, to work effectively. Um, you have the coach, mentor type leader. Have you ever met a coach or mental type leader? Well, like um, the leader that coaches you in the sense of like, you know what you do and ETC. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah, you, you know, I have many. <laughs> yeah, many of them. Um, in again, the coaching, leadership. I I like to embrace that myself because it works on the principle that I do less talking. You know, when you coach somebody, it's all about the individual doing the work. Mm. You know, all you're doing is Socratically steering them on the path that they want to be on themselves. So the accountability lies with them. Mm. You know, and also mentoring type leadership can also have its um, benefits as well. But I find the higher up and the more successful I get. And when I mentor people, there's a danger that I make little versions of myself. Yeah. You see, because uh, uh, people, you, you, when you really mentor somebody, mm-hmm. they, they, somebody's coming to you because they want to achieve what you have achieved in that um, business or that, that work environment that you operate in. So say you're your director of a big bank yeah. and you start mentoring people. Yeah. So you typically mentor people that want to go into banking. Mm-hmm. And so they will look to you for your philosophies, your principles. And the, the danger for doing that sometimes is you don't allow their own personality to, to, to shine through. Yeah. They end up becoming mini versions of yourself. So would you say that that's, that's like a bad connotation? Like, is that like a, a, a disadvantage in a sense of... I think, yeah, I think they all have advantages and disadvantages. Um, certainly, I like the combination, as you mentioned before, the coach, mentor, the combination, yeah. coaching and mentor. Sometimes it's important to have somebody that you look up to. Again, yeah. go back to the election. Um, Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, leadership. Well, Boris Johnson murdered himself on Churchill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he wrote a book about Churchill. Everything about his mannerisms, the way he articulates himself is Churchill-esque, yeah? So sometimes that the whole mentoring-style approach can actually work whereby you actually aspire to be somebody, somebody great, yeah? So again, this way it comes to, um, my parents always tell me, leaders are readers. You cannot be a leader if you're not a reader, yeah? yeah? Drop, drop a bomb for that. You sure? You cannot be a leader if you don't read. That's right. You because got to read. Yeah, yeah. Leaders are readers yeah. because they know something the rest of the flock don't know. Don't know. Yeah. That's why they're in front leading. Yeah, sure. There's times when you're you're leading and you don't know where you're going. This when you have to seek counsel from other people. But nobody wants to really follow a leader that doesn't know where they're going. So with, with Boris Johnson, at least he wrote autobiography. No, it wasn't autobiography as such. It was like like a memoir type book yeah. uh, around Churchill, uh, a historical book. So should I say not memoirs, a historical book around Churchill. And Churchill is one of the, the great um, British leaders, you know, um, helped us get us to win world war, you know? And so that puts him in a different cat- category of fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes you can actually emulate and then therefore surpass your mentor. And that's what, that's what you'd want. When I coach people, when I mentor people, I want them to become better than versions of me. A good sign of a leader is um, somebody that creates other leaders. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That means you're a leader. If you can create other leaders, you know, if you don't create followers, you're, I don't think you're an effective leader. You're, you're, they're, they're, that's, not, that's, that's not good enough for me. I think if you could create, um, help um, people, 
achieve things that they have not ever thought they could achieve. And this leads me on to the next style of leadership, which is transformational leadership. Mm-hmm. And this is what it's about. When you take a look at the caterpillar, is there anything about the caterpillar that gives you a sign that, that one day this caterpillar is going to turn into a butterfly? <sighs> No, there's uh, none. No, no, there's none. Uh, but that's true. The caterpillar will cocoon itself, and it out will emerge a butterfly. Mm. So we talk about transformation. It's going from one state to something completely different. You know, the caterpillar is walking literally on his belly. Next thing, you now it's taking flight. You know, so sometimes when you, um, particularly for millennials, the younger generation, you know, they don't really work it with being. Um, led in a way that is, um, what's the word, orthocratic, where you just um, give them the orders. They want to, they want to have that transformation. They want to be um, achieve things that they might never thought they were capable of doing. This is where the transformation comes in. You find a lot of this um, style used in churches, whereby the pastors, they, they really... Um, excite and get you to think th- think about things in a completely different way, then you start achieving things that you really thought were not going to be possible. So then you've got bureaucratic leadership. This one that's all about process. You know, they don't care about you. It's just the process. As long as the process has been followed, mm. this is what it's about. So as we um, look and reflect at the election, ask yourself, you know, don't worry about whether you, you voted blue or red. It's not even about that. It's about us just taking the time out to take a look at the word leadership, because this is what it came down to. Leadership mm. was, that was, was the theme. And then before we criticize other people, it's very important to take a look at our own Yourself. leadership yeah. style, yeah. our own leadership style. So again, this is a bit back to front. How has your week been, Jingo? That's a, probably the longest oh, introduction. Yeah, ever. that was long. I was, I was waiting. Wait, okay, where are you gonna drop this? Like, uh, my week, my week has been. Let me tell you something, man. I lost my key, man. Last week I lost my bag. This week your keys. Yeah, my jacket, and now I lost my keys. You understand? Wow. So it's like it's it's something that you know it just turns my mind. Like you know, what I'm saying like, how can I just lose this? <laughs> Were you busy? Were you busy at time? Were you preoccupied? I wasn't preoccupied, man. Like, it, okay, let, let me tell you this story. I, I know y'all are gonna go and be like, man, he is lying. But let, so I came from work last week. Actually, I came from work last week. Walked in, in my house. Normally, I put my bag in the master, obviously, like sofa. Mm. I put it there with my jacket and my bag. You understand? And the next morning, he's not there. Yeah. Now y'all probably thinking like, man, like, man, just because we got like witches in your mm-hmm. in your house or something. But like, listen, it, it just vanished. You understand? Now my key is missing. You understand? And I think we're so, all we're all guilty of that. We all have lost keys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I lost a lot of keys in my life. You understand? It's, it's, it's about time to start keeping one. I'm saying for a year at least. You understand? Yeah. So it's, it's something that you know. It's a skill that I gotta learn. You know, what I'm saying as a um, aspiring leader. That's that, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But um, but yeah, like my macro moment is you know I lost my key and my new resolution is always guys please buy key handles. Yeah. For your key. Yeah, yeah, that's a life right. hack. There's a life hack there. You know, we all lose keys. And ask yourself this question. When you're losing your keys, it's because, first and foremost, you're preoccupied. You're doing things now on rails. Yeah, for sure. I you're think on, on, on rails, yeah? 
But when somebody breaks that cycle, you don't know what you've just done. Mm-hmm. You know, like for myself, I always put my shoes on left foot than right foot. That's what I do. Now, if somebody interrupts me before I, or during the process, I might get it wrong. Then my whole sequence of events, now I'm out of sync and I, you, I will lose my keys. Uh, I lose my keys literally probably once, once or twice a month I lose my keys. Oh, you look. Oh, yeah. you make me look good. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah, I was the yeah, best. Yeah. I was the I'm worst one. I'm losing my keys. I'm off, oh. It's only because, again, I'm a, I'm a creature of routine. Mm. And, like, if my routine is I'm tampered with, yeah? Yeah. I don't know what I've done in that space, yeah? I normally come into the house. I know where I put my keys it's in the kitchen, on the top shelf. It's always there. Mm. But if I'm distracted for any, for, could be on a telephone call or something, the keys will not go there then I don't know where I put it. As far as I'm concerned, it always goes in that same spot. Yeah. So, but there, there are lessons in there in terms of us being flexible, yeah. adaptable, and always being in the moment. You know, you lose your keys means that you weren't in the moment. I wasn't in the moment. Yeah, I yeah. Was, my, my mind was somewhere Yeah, else. yeah, yeah. It means, means we weren't in the yeah. moment, you know. And in life, uh, the, the, there's a trick here into life, mm. you know, is to realise... You're in the moment when you're in the moment, mm. not when you're out of the moment. And so, so, so many of us have those situations like you could be walking, having a good time with your partner, mm. you know, taking it for granted. And the next thing you know, you're home by yourself. And you're like, oh man, I, don't, I took it for granted. <laughs> I was actually in my moment there. I was, sometimes you're around loved ones, real loved ones, and you're having a special day, yeah. but you're going to waste that time arguing. You're going to waste your time doing things that are not productive. Then you look back and reflect thinking, that was a moment. I was actually having a moment there, but you're really out of it. So the trick is for you to always be conscious or or try to be as conscious as possible to what you actually are doing at every given stage. Uncle D, I I know I was in the moment when I dropped off my jacket and my bag. You understand? It was was on the sofa. Yeah. My mom and my auntie are still arguing. Listen, Jingle, it could have been. But listen, I took (laughs) food out because there's an auntie in my workplace that obviously, um, I think she's a vegetarian. She just gave me some green peppers and everything like that. I told her I was going to eat it. Everyone's going vegan. Everybody's going vegan. Yeah. I don't know why, but I love me. Are you going vegan? (laughs) In this lifetime? I don't know. Nah, nah. Viewers out there, you know, tune in the next couple of weeks and let's ask Jingo, are you still on the meat? I'll still be on the meat. There's some programs coming out there that might might change your mind. You Which know? ones? There's some programs out there. I can't quote them right now. There's some programs coming out there. If not programs on air, go on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm a meat eater. So I'm not trying to stop anyone eating meat either. I'm not trying to sway. I'm just trying to say there's certain things out there that I've, I'm deliberately avoiding. <laughs> because okay. I feel if I was to watch some of these programs, mm. it might turn me vegan. And I, I'm not ready yeah, for I'm, not, I'm ready, not ready for that. I'm not ready for the transition yet. You know, my my um canine teeth are very sharp, you know, they, they stay sharp. And that's not yeah. for crunching celery but or I, cucumber. <laughs> no, no, but apparently, like um one of one of my sisters uh told me she's a vegetarian, by the way. Oh, this girl loves her her veggies and all this mm. stuff. She hardly eats meat. She said she said something that apparently uh, the way our teeth is designed mm. is just for eating fruits and ETC. It's not actually made for meat. Because listen, when you mm. eat meat, yeah, you have to pull, right? 
Okay. Do you get what I'm going to say? Yeah. Even so dogs if, pull. No, even dogs. Well, have you seen dogs like the, 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 the teeth of, the teeth of dogs? Pull. They're sharp. You understand? Yeah, but they still pull. They still under, but here, here, here I'm trying to say right okay, here. You understand? Sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah. <laughs> when you look <laughs> no, at your man. teeth, they're not sharp. Like they're, they're not made for just like gripping on, on, on like hard meat and ETC. It's, they're more, they're more, uh, I would say soft is not the, the word, but like, you understand? Man, I just, you know, it's, it's a complicated yeah, what, one. There's arguments for, yeah, there, yeah, there's, there's arguments, arguments for against. I'm just saying, but oh, I was still, my, my, I was just saying, my, my, no, I made for me. I mean, you, yeah, know, what I'm saying? So, I, you know, we talk about the circle of life, yeah, you know, and um, all things are connected, all is one, mm-hmm. you know. So, if you really embrace that, you recognize that, you know, when you take a look at a cow, a chicken. Mm. Everything in the cow and the chicken is literally in human beings as well. All is one, right? Yeah. All part of the circle of life, right? Mm-hmm. And if you were to go even on a deeper, deeper level and speak to people who study Buddhism and all, all those types of stuff, they even tell you that, um, in fact, the best way to explain to you, explain to you is this. Um, somebody that is very spiritually inclined, right? Um, you show them, show them some paper. You wave a piece of paper at them. You know, I say to them, you know, what is this? Yeah. To the uninducted mind, they'll say it's paper. Yeah. That is paper. But once you're connected and you recognize all is one, you wouldn't say that's paper. You call that a tree. Because that's where paper comes from. But because because there's degrees of separation, yeah, that we can can then say, okay, um, eating meat is barbaric. Eating fish is barbaric, yeah? But eating fruit, mm. right? It's not barbaric, you know? Or you see what I'm saying? But all things are connected. Even a blade of grass is connected to, to life. You see what I mean? Just because we have no conscious connection or understand that this doesn't talk the way we talk. How do we know trees don't communicate with each other? How do we know that trees aren't saying, why are you eating my fruit? Oh, man. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just, <laughs> I I'm, I'm, saying. I'm just saying, do you know, a fish, you know, there, there was a book I, I read about fish. I put everything yeah. in, in, it's talking about animal suffering. Yeah. Yeah. It's about psychology of animals. And um, again, we're digressing, but I like the way this is going. And the central premise of it was a question. Um, do fish suffer? Do fish suffer? That was, that was the central premise because like a lot of people oh, eat fish. Yeah. yeah. Right and said, you know what? Fish doesn't doesn't mind because because it's got this short term memory. And if you know one, if you got kids or you watch Nemo or you're a big kid and you watch Nemo, <laughs> you know there was a there was a fish called Dora, and Dora kept forgetting where she was swimming. Yeah, yeah. right. So you got this thing going on about fish and their and their memories and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but the the book I read, forgive me, guys, it's a long day. I've forgotten the name of the book, but I'll put everything in the show notes. Was that? Actually, if you take a look at the animals that suffer, yeah, fish suffer probably the worst. Of course, they 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 they, they, they get eaten daily. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's like, not because it's, it's part of, they're part of our lifestyle. Yeah, it's not about the, sense, it's not so. about it's not about the fact they they they, they, they get eaten. Chickens get eaten. No, that, but it's it's the suffering. It's, they suffer the worst, and the and they the way it comes how, though, that, exactly. Because, yeah. Now we're going how how this how okay. I'm gonna break down the how. According to the book, fish suffer worse mm. because say like a pig, it gets killed with a stun gun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Black, done, finished. Yeah? Right. The fish is taken first out of its element. Fish exist in water. Of course. They don't understand being out of water. So for every second, the fish is outside of water. It doesn't know what's happening to it Mm -hmm. at all. So it's terrified, completely terrified. And because fish have short-term memory, they keep replaying what's happening every millisecond. Is this scientifically proven? Or yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Science, there's science to this. There's science to it. Because it keeps, because it's got, it's got short term memory, right? Mm-hmm. That's why you could put a fish in a goldfish bowl and he thinks it's in the ocean. You understand? Mm-hmm. Right? Because as it's swimming, it's still refreshing its memory. So can you imagine you've been put into an environment that you know nothing about. Yeah. That's actually stopping you from breathing, existing. It's causing you pain. Yeah. yeah? And then on top of that, you're reliving it every second. So it's not like it's not like you're out there. Then you realize, okay, I've got to do something different. But you can't anyway. Your anatomy stops you from doing that anything different anyway. But the fact that you, you're not learning from the experience, nothing is constantly in the moment of suffering. So mm. that's what the that's what the, the assertion was. That actually, fish suffer. That's why they're flap like crazy. You understand? Because they're reliving it second by second. And they're in an environment that they know never been out of. We don't take pigs and drown them in the water. Mm-hmm. You understand? Okay, we don't yeah. take our chicken and. I see what and, you're saying. You understand yeah. what I'm saying to yeah. you? If you put yourself in an environment that you know nothing about, mm-hmm. you understand? That's actually causing you pain. You don't know the source of the pain. You know, you respond and you you act in a completely different way. So that's why it makes a session. So there a lot of this stuff going to be coming out. Wow. Over the festive period. Um, free all my fishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free the, the free, free the fishes <laughs> in the ocean. But uh, again, you know, this was this was about, I think, where we are now as a country, where people need to be at is before they write their New Year's resolutions. And in fact, the best time to write your New Year's resolution is when? On the 28th. Today. Yeah. Oh, today, every day. Well, I, I write. I write every uh, day. You should be writing your resolutions. Well, well it, <laughs> every day. The thing is, if you wait, if you wait in a year yeah. to be, to reflect and think of what you're going to do and break within the first week, you're really wasting your time. Well, I, I will say, I will say this year is like you know the the things that are really that that I really have to change in the sense of like they're very big or mm. the type of ideas that I want to do. Obviously, like that's that's things that I've been doing. Like all year, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. To do next year, because some things are big, you understand? Yeah. So you got to plan in ahead. But you know, like little simple things, like well, I'm just saying simple things like, you know, learn how to how to take care of your key and all this stuff. I do on the 28th, you understand? So, yeah, so I would just say. I don't think it's there. I don't think anything is little. Well, I, I tell you why, I, I t- from my experience, I, I from my own personal experience. Yeah. Because what is little to me is you to somebody else, Right. I've missed a job interview many years ago because I couldn't even find my keys. Mm. Yeah. Lost, missed opportunity. Wow. Completely missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, who knows where, what would happen if I got the job and when? Doesn't matter. But the fact of the matter is things that we think that are, are trivial, mm-hmm. you know. Um, remember, the things that we first and foremost are accepting in our lives, like losing keys, like being forgetful, yeah. not grateful. Yeah, the things that we accept okay. are the things that are in our lives. Everything that we accept is what our life is built around. You know, what we're supposed to be doing is, um, this is a bit of inspiration. I'm trying to inspire you guys. What we're supposed to be doing is 
not taking anything for granted for one. Okay. I see. Two, what we're supposed to be doing is not accepting bad things. Like some bad things. Yeah. Elaborate. Consciously, yeah. consciously, while you wait, look out for your flaws all the time and don't accept them. Oh, okay. That's don't accept is. them in other people. Don't accept them in yourself. Mm-hmm. That way you just keep growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because again, the things that we accept, we bring into our orbit. Sure. Do you understand? Sure. If we just accept it, and that could be a little thing, you know what I mean? And look, I'm, look, look even in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. The bulk of relationships, I would say, and I'm not qualified to say this, but mm. for my opinion, you can argue with me if you like. The things that we accept in a relationship, some of them are the same things that you break up for. But you knew. Yeah. But you just accepted it. You know, that fiery temper. Ah, you just accepted it. Ah, no, no way. Then you get, then you get in plates fl- thrown at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, 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 that lateness, yeah. that lateness. Mm. Ah, he's always late. Guess what? Your relationship is going to be based upon it. You probably break up because he's never on time. Or she's never on time. You know? These things are all relative. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if we don't, if we are, don't, if we do not give these, this, these things thorough appraisal. appraisal yeah. You understand what I'm saying to you? And we wait a year. Yeah. You've got a year. Mm-hmm. with somebody that's throwing plates at you yeah, that's yeah. always late yeah, <laughs> you yeah, said, yeah, and you lose sure. your keys <laughs> okay I feel like you know it's like you can write it down but breaking the cycle of doing this continuously is, is another thing so I feel like you know um, yeah I mean it's alright you can write some stuff down but you know I think the focus here is just breaking the cycle of you know you being forgetful yeah. and I'm saying putting things obviously like in order in your, in your, in your life or in your yeah. day to say, okay, like this is, you know, like you're very, you said you're very like a person that's very, you're, you're more routine. routine. There's a lot of you routine, I'm saying? yeah. That could be a, a good thing for somebody that's forgetful with the keys. You know what I'm saying? Know where you put your keys and that's that. Understand? So um, guys, yeah, um, Uncle D is, 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 is on point when he says, obviously like, um, yeah, you, you gotta obviously put your energy and, you know. Yeah, you put, your, you put your energy in the right place. In the right. And, uh, and there's no... Nothing to be um, ashamed about. There's nothing that you should be. Um, you're not supposed to accept less. Yeah. Because if you accept less, you always get less. Because you accept it. It's a norm. What we what what you want the norm to be is excellence. Your norm should be excellence. Mm. You know that's what that's ultimately what leadership is about. Leaderships leaders demand excellence in themselves. You understand? So those people they're leading look up to them and can strive for that as well. You know, if you, you cannot be an effective leader of people, if you do not um, subscribe to the same high values that, that, that you want your, um, your followers, your subordinates, your coworkers, your, your peers to follow. You understand? You've got to set that benchmark. That means every day you're showing improve. Every day you're striving for better. Every day you're seeking new knowledge. Every day the amount of books leaders read it's frightening they don't even list it sometimes you see on linkedin they say oh the leader reads 60 books a year or whatnot that doesn't matter it's not even the amount it's not even the amount it's a whole process so your readings to what to advance yourself yeah yeah and if you want to um be better ti said it best right everything that you have right now all things being equal, 
Mm-hmm. I'm talking about your mental health and all that stuff, all things being equal, everything that you have right now. And I want you to, if those people could do internet banking, open up your internet bank account right now. Look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at your environment you're in now. Yeah. Really. Inhale, exhale, relax, chill. Yeah. Everything that you have right now is your evidence of what you know. Yeah. Fact. So if you're, if you're in an environment that you like and you like it, it's all good. There's no problem. But if you look at your environment and go, mm, well, mm, well, I could do it for a second toilet in my house or I could do it for a third bedroom. I could do it with a bigger car. I could do it with more close friends. I could do it with Different more perspective of life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what I mean? More, more prosperity. I could do it with more children. I could do it with all this kind of stuff. Well, that means it's something you don't know. Yeah. You understand? Because people have more, yet all things being equal, know something that you don't know. Yeah. So everything you have is based upon what you know. Everything that you do not have. Everything everything that you do not have is evidence of things that you don't know. Man, I didn't even know you listen to TI. That you don't know. That you don't know. I listen to everything. Everything. I listen to everything. You listen to King of Trap, man. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Hustle Band, man. It's the words. It's the words because there's there's words in in all music (laughs) genres that we can can break down and learn from. It's not just the beat. You know what I mean? These people, all all messages are messages. It's up to you to listen on or or don't listen to it. You know, that that message when T.I. said it, I've been been always thinking, every every time I'm thinking, um, okay, how can I get that? It, may, it could be another fast car, whatever. Everything. I don't know something. Mm-hmm. So how do I go from not knowing to knowing? I can either um, waste my time and try it by luck. Yeah. Because you can, you can still do things by luck. Yeah. Luck is something that does exist, right? You can be lucky. Yeah. But you have to get the knowledge first, typically. Yeah. What is it that you don't know? Find out what that is. If that means two, three years in college, whatever, university, do that. If it means I'm being an apprentice to somebody that knows, do that. If it means reading, do that. It just requires action. A lot of us, we look at people in positions that we want to be in, but we get prideful and we get resentful. And we look at that and we start blaming them. We start saying, I'm not blaming them. We start throwing metaphorical stones at them. Oh, that person must be selling drugs. To, just going to, be, to, yeah, to be driving that car. That, that there was a process behind you it. You understand? Yeah, okay. You understand? And what, what, what happens when we do that to other people is we send a message in our brains that being that successful is wrong. Wow. You understand? That's, yeah. what, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what that message is. So every time you see somebody, it's, it's a conflict. What you're supposed to be doing first and foremost is how can I Get talk that. to that person? Get that. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of people that have um, things that we want, I'm talking about material things at the moment, but it could be anything, even a good, a good house, a good, a good family structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak to them. Speak to them. Humble yourself. Mm-hmm. Speak to them. The amount of people, I, I'm a kid. Every time I drive and I see somebody driving a fast car, I love cars, you know, um, I, I clap. I clap. I'm really, really happy. Mm-hmm. It just so happens I get those things in my life because if I thought negative, I wouldn't get them. 
Mm. You understand what I'm saying? To even you go to see um, people that are doing better than you. Mm. You applaud them. Yeah. Ask them, what are you doing? Learn, you grow. You don't throw stones. Throwing stones means you're coming from... You're blocking your blessings, man. Th- there you go. There you go. You're, you're blocking your blessings. Yo, that came, that came me so humble. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, like, you know, um, negative energy draws... <laughs> Just, just draws um, small, like small thinking. You yeah. understand? Yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying. So, it's, and positive. It's, it's a lack. It draws a lot. It draws a it lot. Means you're lacking. It's just yeah. a lacking mindset. You know, you never have enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're always lacking something. No, you, you, you got. You came into this world for abundance of capabilities, abundance of capabilities. So you really have to take a look at your cipher, your friends, your family members, all that kind of stuff. And look at the capabilities you have to raise yourself up and that of your family. If you cannot raise your, your friends around you, you know, what you have to do is self-preservation is key. you got to put yourself in a position whereby you achieve your goals. Then you can choose to help people better. Because from my experience, when you try and help people that um, in a way that they don't like, because they might say, oh, you only gave me 50 pounds. Yeah? Yeah. You, you could have given me more. Yeah. They're not resenting you. You know, so the most important thing is get yourself in a position whereby you can, you can comfortably support people to, in the way that you want to mm. do it. Because it's when you're struggling yourself and you're giving away your last pennies, mm-hmm. that person takes, doesn't understand your, that true meaning of your last penny. Yeah. You understand? They don't understand truly. As I was like, saying, it's always the, the, the best thing to do is just teach them how to get it. Yeah. Teach how to how to get it. All this um uh, listen, the only things for me in my life personally, the only two people that I can just like give money like hand like free and all that stuff and that they actually deserve it is my mama and my grandmother. There you go. That's the two that's the two people that I'll just dash out money like that because they deserve it. Other than that, my cousins and all that stuff, listen, we are yeah, we're related by blood and all that stuff, but you don't know the grand that I had to put in to now you want, let's say for example. I catch that blessing, you know and I'm saying I'm gonna be a millionaire. I know that. Um, let's say they ask they ask me for 25,000 pounds. Mm. That's a lot of money. In their head, they're like, "Oh, you got hundred million here already. Just give me this. It's that yeah. that's less of your money, anyways." Yeah. But you don't know the the, the grind here. Yeah. So just for me, my philosophy is like teach. You understand? Yeah. That's why I'm 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 under you right now. I'm learning. You understand? You're not like under you, me. You're not under me I remember. Too. No, no. In a, no. in a sense of like. Like like um, um having knowledge, knowledge in, in the sense of like, listen, you got to humble yourself to, to get knowledge. I'm not saying that you're my master. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I'm under you to learn. You understand? That's it. Yeah, cool. cool. There's also an example. Um, I think, I feel like, um, yeah, we were driving somewhere. I was like, yo, I'm going to get this car. I'm going to get this. But you told me something like, listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like this takes process to get this car. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, they're, they're vibrations. They're, yeah, they're so, vibrations in, in, on, on this world that, when you around people that are goal orientated, yeah. you can't help but but vibrate at the same frequency as them. Yeah. Because if you don't vibrate at the same frequency as them, I'm talking about energy here, energy doing something, mm. you know, you get spun out orbit. You be spun out their orbit. And you then you gravitate to other people that vibrate at the same level as yourself. So there's higher rate, higher levels of vibrations and lower levels of vibrations. When we say negative things to people, that's lower level vibrations. So you get lower level things. So 
keep keep pushing for for those things. And like when you talk to when Django Django talks about teaching, I, I'm a big believer of teaching. Right for two things, for two big reasons. One, teaching reveals what you know. <laughs> yeah, because you cannot cannot confidently teach something that you don't know. Yeah, that's why we all hate bad teachers. Yeah, <laughs> we all hate. Look at our primary school teachers, our university. Secondary, yeah. yeah, we hate them. What? Because they couldn't ex- they couldn't convert that which was complicated for us at that time just in a way that was simplified for us to understand. So yeah. that's one fold. Two is recognizing that one to recognizing that only when the student is ready. Only, and I'm not quoting Lion King here, but it's Lion King. <laughs> Only when the student is ready does yeah. the teacher appear, and, and that is so true because you can you can talk to the cows come home, and this happens a lot in um in socially economically de- deprived areas, and and also in music as well, particularly for a lot of rap music. You got like moguls now, from your puff daddies to your um, TIs to your Jay Zs, right? Yeah. But all these now moguls that who are really successful in their own artistry, they all try to help people under them, got them signed, all of that kind of stuff. They were with them as Rockefeller was being formulated. They were with them as Bad Boy was being. They saw the methods, they saw the hustle, yeah. but still no product. What do you think? No, 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 no product. Because again, it comes down to when you want to learn. Yeah. Yeah. When the the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Now, whatever it is, sometimes people might be next to you and you'd be thinking that person's with me because they want me to, they want to learn. Mm -hmm. But actually they don't. Sometimes people in your circle just to catch you falling. Just just to drain your money. You understand? Some people are opportunists. Yeah, some people have no confidence. Or just love the lifestyle that you, that, that you bring exactly, to them. Exa- you exactly, exa- exactly. But you can yeah. give a lesson to somebody that's not even related to you, that's not even close to you, and they will take that, let that one lesson, bam, run with it, and become successful in whatever they do. You understand? But the people with you all day long, mm-hmm. nine to five or, or, or 24-7, the people that you ride, ride with are not taking any of your lessons because they're not listening. Yeah. You know, you don't just listen with your ears. You know, we've got, we've got given all these senses for us to take in knowledge, you know? And so, so again, for me, a, a very quick, very quick, quick way for you to, to not only take on knowledge, mm-hmm. but be able to do something with it. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah? yeah. Because we, we started off with talking about leadership but all these connected leadership, losing keys as well. You know, can you imagine if your followers were behind you? Yeah, can you imagine? The followers are behind you. Say, so, yeah, yeah, let's let's go to this convention. Yeah, we're about to leave. Yeah. Got like 50 people behind you, all waiting, you know, suited and booted. It's ah, oh, wait a minute, I can't find my keys. You, you understand? <laughs> you, see, you see what I mean? It's like, like a mess. So you've got to have a plan A, plan B, C, D, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, so two I, extra keys. That's, that, there that's you go. Good. And bury a set in the garden. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of burying a set of keys somewhere in your garden, somewhere yeah. random. Yeah. So you never looked at your house. Never ever looked at your house. So anyway, I digress. So yeah. what I'm saying now, now we now you want knowledge. Yeah. The quick way, quick win, a life hack for you guys is to think fast. Yeah. If you really want to learn something in your head, there's an acronym. Yeah. Think. Fast. 
And this is the this is the problem what we have. You've got to be first be able to forget what you know. Remember, let's go back to TI's quote. Everything you have is based upon what you know. What you know. Mm. Everything you don't have is based upon things that you don't know. So if you truly accept that, start forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> start forgetting. Particularly when you're with somebody that has something that you want or aspiring to be. Yeah. Forget what you know. You need to take on board everything. You've got to be like a sponge. <laughs> in a sense of like, I think what, what I'm going to do is just, just leave your comfort zone. Like, people don't... Let, let go. Let go of your comfort zone. No, I feel no, like no. comfort zone kills dreams. Let go of your comfort ego. Let go ego. of your ego, then you sure, can connect yeah. to people. Let yeah. go of your ego, you connect to people. But ultimately, forget what you know. Yeah. Because you can't have two schools of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Remember, what you, remember what we're saying here. You want something that somebody else has, has. or is doing or is being. Yeah, you don't have that. So everything that you've known has brought you to that stage in your life. So you must forget it if you want to take it to the next level. Yeah, mm-hmm. let go. So you forget. Remember the acronym is FAST. F A S T. So first of all, forget what you know. Yeah, then you've got to be active. You know what I mean? It's not just about um, going turn up for university or listening or just reading. Reading means nothing if you don't put into practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can read, read the libraries full of scholars that mm-hmm. don't do nothing in life. You understand? Who cares? If you were to take one lesson out of every book that you read, trust me, your life will accelerate. If you read 12 books a year, one book a month, that's 12 lessons per year. You know, you see a difference in your life. So you've got to be active while you're doing it. So when I, when, for me, when I'm reading, I'm not reading like, like I'm memorizing, I read, I walk, I talk to myself, I take down notes, I'm active. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Then S, F-A-S-T, S. Take a look at your situation. This is where the being humble comes in. Yeah. Take a look at your situation in your life. Really, take a look at it. Uh, where is this lesson taking place? Is, are you in a classroom? Where is the classroom based? You know what I mean? Yeah, are you, you have to travel far to that classroom. Yeah. What, what is your mind like? Are you hungry? All of these things, the situation really helps you to remember whatever the lesson is. Because you don't want to be a type of person that says, oh, do you remember, remember when I said to you about that thing about losing your keys? Do you remember that time I said that thing to you about losing your keys? Where were you? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You've forgotten the situation that occurred. No, it happened. In my house, on a dining table, on a podcast, in front of all those thousands of people that listen to our podcast. Yeah? yeah. That's where it happened. That was the situation. Yeah. Then then you start, oh, now you remember the situation. You can remember the smell in the house, the oxtail just ate. You know what I mean? You can remember things, everything starts that coming. Everything just comes. Yeah. If you take a look at the situation that you're in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't just read passively. Yeah. And the last one, the last one. Deserves it. No, I'm taking that in. <laughs> I was passive. I, I admit it. Okay. I was passive. The last one is T. Yeah. It's to teach. Teach. Whatever you learn from somebody, your job is to teach it to someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be a bastion of knowledge and say, you know what? I'm going to go to my grave with my knowledge. Who cares? You teach it. As you received it, you teach it. You pass it on. That's how you grow. 
You understand what I'm saying to you? So that is what it's about. That is what leadership is about. Leaders teach. Leaders are confident teachers. Yeah. They are confident because they are readers. And when they read, they read and they're active. They know the situation, the context of which they're learning that knowledge and they're con- continually growing and teaching and teaching and teaching. So if you take a look at the candidates out there, you know, and you really appraise them, you know, the Jeremy Corbyn's and the Boris love them or hate them. You know, one's got Marmite type personality. You love or you hate him. The other person, whether well, I'm the most unkept man on British television, but has a good message, has a good vision, you know, yeah. the problems in being able to articulate that came down centrally to their leadership styles. You understand their leadership styles. We've, we've gone full circle mm. on this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But we brought it back home. Man. We, I didn't know we were going to do that. From keys, <laughs> from fishes. I, I didn't know. But Man. Remember guys. You are so much more. MikeDropClub.com That's right guys. Make life boom. You are so much more. Are so much more, and you know, I would just want every person there who listens to the Mic Drop Club to engage in audio books. For those of you who don't have time, for those of you who have time, you know, get some books. You know, I mean, get try and read a book a month and make a habit of just learning one lesson. You know, if you want, if you can't get a mentor, you can't get a coach because you, you can't afford them or you're not in the right environment whereby you can get access to the Alan Sugars of this, the Bill Gates of this world. But do you know what? Why don't you buy their autobiography? Because these people have written down their methods. Mm -hmm. And that's like having a mentor in your pocket. Just pick up the book, read, and then you say, so what would Bill Gates do in a situation like this? What would um, Alan Sugar say in a situation like this? What would Obama do in a situation like that? Yeah. You got all of that on tap. All that knowledge is there for you. Yeah, you social media to your advantage, man. Yeah, yeah, you can't just say, you know what? Oh, well, I had bad parenting and blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. I accept that yeah. to a certain degree. But there's books out there that help elevate you for people who had even far more traumatic upbringing than yourself. Don't be so stuck in your own head that you think that your upbringing was the worst ever because trust me we can go um, wound for wound scar for scar the people on the planet there's almost 8 billion people on the planet and Mm -hmm. some people are living the worst life possible but they have a a story that's inspiring you know what I mean and and they are doing something that maybe we should be doing meaning Mm -hmm. they've gone through the experience turned it around found success found peace found harmony found hope you understand? Yeah. And guess what they're doing? Teaching it. Teaching. Now, there's, there's a quote that is a very um, fundamental quote that I, that, that sticks with me this, this whole year. It goes like this. You are born looking like your parents and you will die looking like your decisions. Ooh. You understand? That is a quote. You better put that. <laughs> drop, drop it. When I heard that, my, yo, no, my I, chest, I, that I, I hit my chest. Say, you, say that you were born looking like your parents, but you will die looking like your decisions. You understand? So you can't say that because I come from a single parent home or, you know what I'm saying? I know like this is kind of bad, but homeless and all that stuff. Listen, I'm telling you right now, you can shape, you, you have a mind. Listen, when you wake up every morning, I'm saying you have an opportunity to change your life. Take advantage of it. Don't look at your situation and say that, listen, 
like because I'm here that I can't go here. You understand? Yeah, most definitely. Leave your comfort zone. Leave your comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Leave the way that you think every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And accumulate new thoughts and new thinking. Yeah. And then you'll get there. But remember, you were born looking like your parents and you're yeah. going to die looking at your decisions. Yeah. You, yeah. And keep for, it up like that. And for me, when now my time's, my time's up. When my time's up, time to go. I'm not looking to bring myself into the casket looking airbrushed. You understand? Looking, looking airbrushed. No, I'm looking to live my best life here with what I know. So I know in this life, that's all I know. I want, I'm going to live my life to the fullest, you know, embrace everything, challenge my beliefs, challenge everything, because that's what this, that's what this is all about. Yeah. You know, you know, it's so great when you um, come from one school of thought and then you're left thinking something else. Doesn't mean what you knew before was wrong. No, all what happens now is now you're adding to it. You're picking and choosing. We've got parents, you know, these parents, we had no, we didn't choose our earth parents. Mm. None, none of us did. That's just luck who we get as parents. You understand? But again, as Django says, in terms of our decisions, mm-hmm. you know, our life is going to be based upon our decisions. And that first comes from the central premise of being in the moment. Recognizing you're in the moment when you're in the moment before you come out of the moment. Because so many times we make decisions in our lives and don't realize this is a moment. Yeah. And so that decision we make subconsciously or out of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Comes back to mess us up. You understand what I'm saying to you? So sometimes really take a breath, you know, be conscious of your surroundings, be awake as human beings. Okay. Not everybody wants you to fail. You understand? That's not what this is about. This is about putting ourselves in the right condition mentally, yeah. psychologically, spiritually. Yeah. yeah. All of these things have to be aligned before you can go out there and do war. Because it's war out there. There's a reason why it's called the human race. Yeah. yeah? And it's not just because, yeah, we are a race of human beings, but there's a race for resources out there as well. Mm-hmm. So for us to compete... For us to give ourselves the best opportunity to be successful, mm-hmm. be aware of that and mm-hmm. always look out for your weaknesses and don't accept them. If you feel that you've been disabled, uh-huh. how can you be enabled? I just feel like right now, like if, if you want to be successful, this is a tip as well. Like you have to live it. Like you, For example, you have to envision it in your head and you have to walk it spiritually before receiving in the physical. You most definitely. You understand? Most definitely. Like, so don't worry about you. Like, for example, you have to um, accumulate it spiritually. You understand? You have to receive it spiritually. You have to walk it spiritually before receiving it in the physical. Don't worry about, like I said, don't worry about like your surroundings. Your like, you might become, you might, be, you might be from the poorest part of the world and etc. Understand? And maybe you're still there. You understand? But it all starts mentally. You understand? If you can receive it spiritually, you can receive it physically. Understand? Don't let your 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 your, your like your situation. You understand? Visualization is visualization yeah. is is key. And it, for those of you who can visualize, it's the best way to cheat. Listen, it's the best way to cheat because the the more you can right now, um, TV now is what is it four K? Yeah, four K. They're gonna be eight K. Super high definition, all that kind of stuff's mm-hmm. happening there. More clarity. That's what they're basically saying. Yeah. But if your vision comes. At, at 8K level, mm. and you can actually see it. Mm. You can taste it. Exactly. You can touch it. Yeah? Yeah. When you actually now are, 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 are woken up and you're living your day, 
you actually now put into practice that which you really saw in your mind. Mm-hmm. So every conversation you have, you've already had it already. Yeah. That's cheating. So now you say it twice. So you're refining as you go. So you're not being caught off guard. I don't get surprised by anything that I have because you know what? I already had it in my mind before it came physical anyway. You understand what I'm saying? So I knew how to drive the car. I knew how to navigate the house. I knew how to navigate the career I'm in because it was already in my head. You understand? So I'm doing it twice. It's like tracing paper. Well, I'm, when I'm awake and walking, yeah. trust me, I'm walking over tracing paper. I've been there before. Yeah, <laughs> it's no sure. big deal. I've been there before. There's nothing, there's nothing that is going to come and shock me. Yeah. You understand? Well, some things still do because it's life. But the more things that you can visualize, yeah, talk about gym, gym again, it's Christmas, people are going to be going gym. Do new gym memberships. We know what's going to happen in January. No one's going to go. Because you know what? They, they weren't able to fully visualize what their results, what they want as a result. Yeah, that's me, man. I've been, I've been to the gym six times. Yeah. Uh, we'll cover that. We'll cover that for another <laughs> session. But yeah, as uh, mic drop goes, you know, yeah. Jingo, it's good to catch up. Yo, it's always a sure. blessing. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Long time. What we're going to do is get Jingo up here far more often than, than, than how for it's sure, been of late. Sure. You know, it comes with so many pearls of wisdoms, but... I, can I just say this? If you can, if if you can dream it, you can achieve it. I'm just gonna leave it there with you. If you can dream it, you can surely achieve it. So start that business up. You understand? Start everything up that's in your mind. It's no coincidence that it's in your mind. You understand? God, God put it put it there for a reason. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, yeah. You know and, and be the leaders that that you are called to be. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Leaders are readers, right? And yeah. you know, if you dream it, you can achieve it, mm-hmm. right? And also. More importantly, mm. before I shut down this show, yeah. is so many people's dreams are terminated in the wombs of their minds. Ooh. Yeah. So many. So many people's dreams, aspirations, goals are terminated in the wombs of their minds because they're dreaming and they are not putting themselves in an environment whereby they can actualize those dreams. They're not mm-hmm. writing them down quick enough. Have you had a good dream, a really good dream, that when you woke up, you want to go back into that dream? Yeah? And you never wrote it down. And by midday, someone asks you, what was the dream about? You don't have no idea. You understand what I'm saying? This is why writing things down is so, so important. Okay? Yeah, the Bible says, write your dream down and you will, and trust me, it will not tarry. Write your dream down. I'm just paraphrasing. Write your dream down and it will not tarry. You need to write write things down, write things down, put ink to paper. I think in ink. Mic drop club, we out. Boy, jingle, eh? Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out micdropclub.com and get the show notes and useful links. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just live life, make life boom.